Welcome to episode 22 of the Down Under Thundercast, a podcast where we talk about podcasts and we practice the art of talking complete and utter A grade. Bullshit. I'm your host, Jay. And boy, oh boy, do we have a treat for you guys today. I feel like this may be one of my more controversial episodes I've ever done. Because I'm going to touch on a lot of things today. And I feel like some of my opinions on those things is going to get me in trouble. Speaking of which, let's start off with something I didn't talk about last week. And that was Australia Day, or as it's been dubbed in the past two decades, Invasion Day. Now... I come from a rural community up north. So I grew up with indigenous people. A lot of them are some of my best friends. Um, This invasion day thing really didn't start until, geez, I would have been about, 11 or 12. So, about 15 years ago. Now, I have a lot of, like I said, I have a lot of friends that are Indigenous who are the First Nations people. And I'll be honest with you, a lot of them don't give a fuck. A lot of them think this is ridiculous. I personally don't care. <laughs> I don't, I don't, and when I say I don't care, I mean I don't care about Australia Day in general. It's not a holiday I celebrate. But in saying that, I don't celebrate any holiday, to be honest with you. I, it's not, it's just not who I am. I don't celebrate Easter, I don't celebrate the Queen's birthday, Labor Day. You know, I only celebrate Valentine's Day because it's my partner and I's anniversary. Besides that, I don't celebrate any, I don't even celebrate my own birthday. You know, and I think this, you know, Australia Day has gone from being this day we celebrate, you know, beers and pies and shit to now it's just fucking you get online you argue with a bunch of cunts and you argue with a bunch of Karens and white apologists and it's not gonna lie pretty fucking ridiculous so yeah I just wanted to touch on that because I didn't touch on that last week it's a stupid holiday and people who argue about it being a stupid holiday are stupid er like 
Change the date, cool. Don't change the date, cool. I don't care. I still think the best idea I've heard is we should change the date to uh, May 8th because, you know, May 8th. I think that's the best idea that I've heard. So yeah, just wanted to touch on that. So, something I haven't done in a while, a quick video game review. I recently played Spider-Man Miles Morales. It's not going to be a long review because it's not a long game. It's a great game. But fuck is it short. Like, I finished the campaign in a day. Like, I had 100% of it within seven days of owning it. But it's fun. It's just more Spider-Man. Told you. Short review. (laughs) The other thing I wanted to talk about was something I did last week. Was, so I play UFC 4. Um... And I think I mentioned on the podcast, I'm sort of a trophy hunter. I love the PlayStation trophy system. I enjoy chasing trophies. So I bought this game fucking four or five months ago. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's an easy, easy platinum. Not too hard. Not realizing that I hadn't seen the bottom of it. And the UFC 4 has this new thing called Blitz Battles. Which is their take on a shitty battle battle royale game. You have to win six fights in a row. Which you might sit there and go, well that doesn't sound too hard. The problem is, no one fucking plays the mode. Someone plays the mode. You can only play with people from your continent. So I'm going to play against people in Australia or in the Asian region. Which means I'm going up against the hardest cunts because, well, we all know that Asians love their video games. And, you know, once you, let's say, for example, you get to level round four, means you can only fight people on either round three or round five or round four. So anyway, I had I have spent a minimum two hundred plus hours just trying to do it to no prevail, to no avail, to no prevail. And last fucking Sunday, I was just I was like, I'll just play for some fun. I don't really care. And I won, and I won, and I won. And I won, and I got around five, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is interesting. But I'm like, I've got it, because it's also on a 24-hour cycle. And that cycle ends at about eight o'clock, Australian time. And fucking, it was probably, oh, 6.45, 7 o'clock. And I'm like, okay, I've got an hour to go two rounds. I've been here before. What's going to happen is I'm going to sit here for an hour and nothing's going to happen. And then I played round five and I won. I was like, oh, okay. I'm last round. 
I've got maybe an hour left. I'm like, okay, I've been here before too. This has happened to me dozens of times. I'm just going to end up sitting here until the clock runs out. And yeah. And within half an hour, I found a match. And I'm like, oh shit, final round. This is it. And it was, so the whole day thing was, it was a boxing one. So you get one round of a boxing fight. Essentially, you can't use your feet. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, obviously, who am I choosing? I'm obviously fucking choosing Conor McGregor because, you know, I need all the help I can fucking get. And I'm in the final round. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, this might actually work. And I'm playing and I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm beating him. I'm hitting him with the one-two. I'm slipping his jab. And I'm like, oh, shit. And then halfway through the round, something funny happens. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Like, it just, everything pauses. I'm like, oh, yeah, here we go. Game's going to fuck me in the ass. Because this is what, game, you know, this is what this game does. It fucks me in the ass. Because I'm winning on the round. I'm like, this is probably some sort of fucking, you know, hacker or some glitcher or something. So he's probably, like, switched sides, and now he's me and I'm him because we were both Conor McGregor. And then it just magically fixes itself, and it's got 30 seconds left on the round. I'm like, oh, fuck. It's still me. I'm going to win. And I finished strong, you know. I put him down a few times, and I won, and I did it. And I never have to play that fucking game ever again. So just for context, the rarity of that trophy, that fucking, to do that is, like, between everyone who's ever played UFC, it's 0.07%. It's super rare. Because, it's you know, it ta- you have to be actually skillful at the game, and you have to get extremely lucky, and you have to have really good internet. So, yeah. You're probably sitting there going, I really don't care. And no, it's right. I don't care neither. But I felt good about that. I fucking jumped up and down. I fucking I threw the dog in the air. I fucking... Ran on my balcony fucking acting like a fucking lunatic, like I'd won the fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> Segway. Boom, boom. So, yeah. Anyway. Monday or tomorrow is Super Bowl, what was it, 53, 54, 55? I'm Australian. I watch, I watch the Packers and that's it. But it's, you know. Right now, the world, the way it is, any sport is good sport. You have Tampa Bay or Tampa Bay versus the reigning champs, Kansas City. The old guard versus the new. Pretty much the undisputed goat in... NFL history up against the up-and-comer, the next big thing. This is The Rock versus Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam 2002. This, I'm going to be awake for it. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens. Um, So my prediction is, well pretty simple what my prediction is i think kansas city absolutely gives them a hiding beat some fucking let's say 40 to 12 
They did. They just absolutely get clean. That's what I'm predicting. Tom Brady will then retire. He'll go out a loser, but you know, being the you know, I know he said that he would like to play on, but after he will probably pretty demoralized. He will probably retire, and then he probably unretire. Um, that's what I think. And Pat Patrick Mahomes gets his second ring back to back. And starts to climb the ladder because he's chasing Brady. And if he beats Brady for his second ring, well, you know, in 10 years' time, we may look back and go, that may be the deciding factor. But, yeah. so, And we'll be watching the Super Bowl ads, and I'm sure it'll be interesting to see what they do for a halftime show and stuff. But more on that later when we talk about our Podcast of the Week award. Sorry, the Luis J. Gomez Podcast of the Week award. Anyway, to bring you back a little bit more local, the Collingwood Football Club, which is an AFL team, has been deemed to be had to have systematic racism for the last 40 years. In other news, water is wet. The sky is blue. The sun rises in the east and sets in the west, or whatever the fuck. Probably doesn't do that. I probably just fucking pulled that out my ass. But yeah. Apparently the Collingwood Football Club is racist. And if you're an Australian and you have half a brain, you know this because, well, Collingwood fans are scum. For the most part. I know a few Collingwood fans that are lovely people. But for the most part, Collingwood fans are redneck. Our, our equivalent of redneck backwards losers. So if you're an American fan, and I know about 80% of my audience is, being a Collingwood fan is essentially like being mm-hmm. I can't think of a comparison. Well, it's like, okay, it's like being a Utah Jazz fan, because everyone knows everyone in Utah is fucking super racist. And then their chairperson came out that day. Eddie Maguire, who's a big name in Australian TV, came out and proclaimed the day to be a proud and historical day for his club after they were just deemed to be extremely fucking racist and have systematic racism in their club. And it's a fucking idiot. <laughs> um, yeah, and he's been dragged through the fucking mud for it, through it because of it. Um, yeah, Collingwood's racist. We, everyone's known that for decades. Nothing fucking new. Speaking of Eddie Maguire, a podcast that he's appeared on recently, and we're going to try and, you know, this is the podcast, the show about podcasts. I recently tried to listen to Sam, Mike, and, well, I guess it's just Sam and Mike at the moment. Oh, no, it's just Sam and Don. Sam and Don. Or what is now being called Sam... Don and Rex, as in Rex Hunt, a former AFL player, accomplished sports commentator. And if you're an Australian and you're listening to this, I just, I need a bit of help. I need to know what drugs Rex Hunt is on. 
because I'd like some. Because that man is insane. I've never seen a bloke act on a podcast be that unglued, that sporadic, so spastic, all over the place. You, you'd ask him a question and he would go on a 20-minute diatribe about nothing. Like, and I don't mean nothing as in just mundane shit. I mean nothing. It was absolutely fucking insane. So if anyone knows, could you please ask Rex Hunt what drugs he's on? Because I would really like some because whatever he's on must be a lot of fucking fun. Um, yeah, good stuff. And now, speaking of people on podcasts that I'm not a big fans of, on the latest episode of Legion of Skanks that came out yesterday, and they had a guy called Mateo Lane and Luis jo- Gomez. It's Luis J. Gomez, motherfucker. Luis J. Gomez made a joke. In should context is key. Mateo is a gay comedian. And Lewis made a joke about tranny humping. Hump, tranny humping. Yeah, he made a joke about tranny humping. Made a joke about tranny hunting. To which Mateo found extremely offensive. Um, for some reason. We are talking about uh, the world's most offensive podcast here. Um, and he was like, oh, I'm just going to leave, you know, I understand where I am, and, you know, I don't want to rock the boat. And I think the skanks are a little bit complex, because I don't think they've ever really had a situation like that before. Like, they've had gay people on the show, but I think the most prominent one they've had was fucking Milo. You, you can't offend fucking Milo. So, yeah. And he stayed, obviously, and everything turned around, but he was an awkward fucking 20 minutes there. It was rough. Very rough. Rough like your mum's pussy. I'm on a fucking roll today. Woo! Anyway, and obviously the last piece of news before we get into the LJ fucking G award is Marilyn Manson. I'm sure if you haven't been living under a rock, you've heard the news that Marilyn Manson got me too. And remember how I said at the start of the podcast that this would be my most controversial episode and this is where people would, this is probably the episode that gets me cancelled and probably gets me in trouble? This is why. Apparently, the devil-worshipping dude who would wear fake breasts and for a decade lived off the urban legend that he took out a rib to suck his own dick and is a proclaimed Satanist and is all intensive purposes, a really bad fucking dude, treats women poorly. You wouldn't believe it if you didn't hear it, would you? 
you can imagine my shock when I read all this, you know, that he's into corpse play and he brainwashes women and he beats them and he psychologically tortures them. Like, the dude who worships the devil? No. It cannot be. How is this possible? I'm shocked and appalled. So yeah, here's the thing. And I, this is going to sound like victim blaming, and it's not. Listen, I'm, I come from a family where my mother was abused. I, I'm not. I'm certainly not saying believe all women, but I'm saying I'm, I'm, what I'm fucking saying in this situation is I believe these women without a doubt. The problem is you got in a relationship with Marilyn Manson. You knew what Marilyn Manson was. You know. Um, are you surprised? Are you, sh- are you are you shocked that when you got in a relationship? Now, granted, one of the ladies was a nineteen-year-old, and he was in his mid-thirties. So there was, you know, I'm not saying that was grooming, but obviously, she was young, and you know, when we're young, we do stupid things. But you also have to understand that. If you get in a relationship with a dude that worships the devil, what do you think it was going to happen? Did you think it was a gimmick? Did you think it wasn't real? I don't know. And Manson's come out and he said, you know, I'm a bad dude, but none of this stuff is real, which not the approach I would have taken. I, if I, You would think that if you're Marilyn Manson, you sort of like lean into it, wouldn't you? Like, yeah, he got dropped by his record label, and I think, what's that fucking, um, what's that fucking, uh, American Gods on Amazon, they dropped him, they didn't want a bar of him, but at the same time, wouldn't you, Marilyn Manson, wouldn't you lean into it? I don't know. So, at the end of the day, I feel sorry for these chicks, but if you get in a relationship, with a guy named Marilyn Manson, what do you expect? Do you think he's going to buy you flowers and take you on nice dates and walks on the beach? He's into some kinky shit, and he's a sick fucking dude. So, as Nate, as Nate Diaz would say, I'm not surprised, motherfucker. Anyway. That's the Lewis J. Gomez Award, and we got some fucking juicy shit today, so. Boom, boom, boom. First up, no need for apologies. Episode 137. Can you say that? With Mark Norman. I am a very big fan of Mark Norman on podcast. Because that man is Fucking a savage. And it goes back to when he did that um, morning show interview 
I think it was on Canadian television. He pretty much said everything you're not supposed to say on a morning TV show. I say radio, I meant TV show. Um, yeah. <laughs> just, just for, just to give you an example of what he talks about on the sideline, on this thing. They play the last time that he was on No Need for Apologies, in which he is talking to a father with a child with autism, and he proceeds to make fun of said child in front of said father. And then proceeds to make fun of autism in general. And, you know, they also talk about, you know, black Karens. And by black Karens, I mean black male Karens who like to snitch on people. But Mark Norman in general in that podcast is just fucking fire. So check that shit out. Next up is... A legion of skanks. Welcome to the gun show. Boom, 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 boom. It's called Private Island Or By Island. And here's the bit. We obviously know, we talked about it last week, that Lewis was found to be bi. And that legion of skanks was now an LGBTQ plus ABC DFG123 podcast and for the entire podcast they give him shit they rip on him and remembering that just to context again this is three days after that podcast where they find out that he is bi. they rip on him the entire podcast they give him shit and you can tell it's bothering Lewis. It, it it's it's getting in his claw his crawl and at the end of the episode dave smith says lewis you're not bi and Lewis, and Lewis sort of says, yeah, 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 what? What? You're not bi. And Lewis is so elated, so ecstatic. He's so happy. It's like he's been born again. And you can just see the look in his eyes. It's, he's just, he's excited. And we're going to, we're going to touch a little bit more on that later, but yeah. Lewis isn't bi. It was all a joke. It was all a rib by the production team to make Lewis think he was bi in the attempt to get him to have sex with a man. And apparently he nearly did. So, yeah. We lost a soldier today. As a, as a as someone who considers himself bisexual himself, we lost a soldier today. We lost an ambassador. And in, obviously, in Legion of Skanks and Lewis, you know, real ass podcast, and as in fucking gas digital. In general, they did one of their "Would you rather." They did a few of them this week, and some of them were fucking hot. For this one example, how much money would it take for you to have sex with a guy privately? Now. Obviously, I've just, you know, as I've said in the podcast, I am by, with the caveat that I'm more into the into the into the training. I'm into training hunting, as Lewis would put it. That's sort of my line. You got to look like a woman if it's going to happen. Um, and you know, in my mind, that doesn't make me buy, but by the technical term, that it 
it's pretty gay. So how much sex, how much, how much sex, yeah. How much sex would it be for money? How much money would it take for me to have sex with a guy in private? I think the guy said, you know, it ranged anywhere between a million dollars to five million. Big J said he'd be talked down, he could be talked down to 750. <laughs> for me, I'd do it for half a million. But here's the thing, I'm not a fucking, an accomplished comedian with a fucking famous podcast or a fucking, you know, podcasting network. So half a million dollars for me, that does a great deal, you know. Because also I'm not that attractive, so I don't want to, you know, I don't want to highball it. Don't want to, you know. I've got to look at the market, you know what I mean? And then the other question was, how much to have sex with said guy at the Super Bowl halftime show in front of pretty much everyone in the world? Everyone's going to say it. And this one's a bit different because you need, whatever you're going to get, you need to make sure that you are set for life. Because I ain't never showing my fucking face if some guy's fucking railing me in front of fucking everyone. So. I think I came to the conclusion that it would have to be somewhere between. Five and eight million. Because, like I said, I'm never going to be fucking seen ever again. I'm never going to want to go to work ever again. I'm never want. I'm you know. I'm never going to be want to seen in public. And I reckon I could live off fucking five million dollars or eight million dollars for the rest of my life and have no problems. So yeah, that's what I think. But it was a fun thing. I did think about it for a while. I found it to be highly interesting. Yeah. Anyway, next podcast up is Matt and Shane's Secret Podcast. And this is on the list for the entire, for just the line of Shane Gillis, one of the funniest men in the world, going, and I quote, is this guy trying to fuck me? Is this guy trying to fuck me? Obviously, it's a bit on the show where Lewis made someone feel extremely uncomfortable and he was under the impression that Shane was trying to fuck him, <laughs> to which he wouldn't even go in his in, into Shane's hotel room. It's fucking hilarious. And also, I like I don't know much about the Matt part of Matt and Shane's secret podcast, but to hear a bit about Matt's fucking dark past was pretty cool, you know, doing drugs and shit and, you know, pretty much being a degenerate, as a degenerate himself, I quite enjoyed that. So yeah, that was a good podcast, you should definitely check it out. And it's pretty funny because it's just like, is this guy trying to fuck me? Alright, last two podcasts, and I think you know what these last two are going to be. 
Obviously, you've got the Real Ass Podcast. Episode blankety blank blank because he does it in Roman numerals and I can't be bothered to fucking transcript it anymore. I know I know the Roman numeral for 14. That's it. It's tattooed on my fucking, my fucking back. I know 14. That's it. And this episode was called Figure It Out with Mike Figs and Chris from Brooklyn. You get a delivery now of all places and I'm in the middle of a fucking podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's some bullshit. (laughs) You know, I I fucking, I put my phone on fucking airplane mode. You know, I'm trying to run a fucking serious podcast here in the middle of my fucking lounge room. And just for context, I don't have a car, so I'm having my groceries delivered to me. And they were supposed to get here at five and they just magically decided, oh, we're just going to get here an hour fucking early. What the fuck, man? Woke my dog up. Fucking everything went off the fucking rails. Ruined my fucking flow. God damn it. Hey. Motherfuckers. Where were we? Ah, yes. Fig. Air it out. With Mike Figs and Chris from Brooklyn. Uh, Mike Figs goes, Mike Figs goes into a bit of history with his beefs with Chrissy Mayer and um who's that chemo cunt off compound media? Um Aaron Burke and his problems there. And then, you know made me think though. Like I I listened to a bit of compound media and it made me think compound media versus gas digital. It's like it's like it's like the racist all right alt right version of Avengers Civil War. Like obviously Anthony Cumia would be probably Iron Man and Lewis would probably be Captain America or on this case Captain Spick. <laughs> like personally obviously I listen to a lot more gas digital than I do compound. But it would be interesting to see those two, those two sort of have a podcast war. And obviously, if you know the origins of Legion of Skanks, you know that it started on Compound Media first, and then it grew and it grew, and they sort of had a somewhat business falling out, and then it ended up doing their own thing, to which Lewis conned Ralph Sutton into giving him enough money to set up a podcasting studio in New York. So, yeah. And obviously, as we discussed before, I was rudely interrupted by some fucking Indian motherfucker dropping off $150 worth of groceries. Lewis, on this podcast, goes in deep on how he felt for three days being bisexual. He questioned everything. He told his girlfriend. You know, she sat her down and told her, listen, I'm I'm apparently I'm bisexual. He nearly sat sat down. He nearly sat down baby James and went, don't use a... I wish I could do a Lewis impression. I can't. I can't. He nearly sat his son down and went, I think I'm bi. Which, you know, that would have fucked baby James up worse than he already is. So, yeah. And then on the episode, they talk a bit about body modifications. I only wrote this down because I, at some point, did have a body modification. And by modification, I mean, like, 
piercings and stuff. Like I did at one point have a nipple piercing. I was 18 and stupid and decided I'm just going to get an nipple pierced because I've always wanted one. I was in great shape and I was like, oh, you know, go to the beach and have that. Hurt like a motherfucker. Like I was, I was fucking 19 years old and I was such a little bitch. And it used to get stuck in my t-shirt. Like it used to get stuck in the clothing. And at one point I was just, I can't fucking do this anymore. And I took it out. I had it for like six months to a year. So yeah, I, I can't do piercings. Piercings are just like tattoos. I love tattoos. Like I'm fucking, I've got a bunch of like, body modifications. It's not for me. And then pretty much the rest of the last 45 minutes of the podcast is just talking about fucking ugly, gross, fat women or the attempt or not being able to fuck gross, ugly, fat women because you couldn't get it up. Um, this is where a gas digital podcast shines. When I hear stories like this, because I sit there and I piss myself laughing because I've been there. I've fucked some really ugly women and I've done some really despicable shit. So I can relate to it. And, you know, uh, I think, what was it? It was probably a couple months ago we did, we, we covered Irish Goodbye podcast episode 200 with Big J and Coral Tur- Colin Terrell. And that was all the podcast else. They were just getting drunk and fucking talking about the ugly chicks they fucked. It was great. It was fucking fantastic. So, yeah, more of that. That's what a gas digital podcast should be. Telling stories about fucking disgusting women. And possible transvestites. But not transvestite hunting. Or training hunting. That's that's a no-go. And obviously, the last one. And this may be the big one. If there was a winner for this week, it'd be this one. And that is Nip It In The Button. With Dante Nero and Mike Feeney. Now, if you sort of... It happened pretty quickly. Because it was, it, it was a podcast war. I love podcast wars. Almost as much, you know, I was fucking made for that shit. As a, as a great Bray White promo once went. Fucking, well, oh fuck, now I can't remember it. War is my favorite game. I invented war. It was great. It only went for fucking half a day. But apparently someone decided to name their podcast the real ass podcast. Not realizing that someone had already named their podcast the Realized Podcast about six years ago. And you, they may have gotten on Lewis's bad side. So it was Real Ass Podcast versus Real Ass Podcast. So we're pretty much most of the episode, Lewis talks about how he's going to destroy his kids and make them wish that they had never been born. And sue the fuck out of them and beat the fuck out of them and have his fans dox them. Um, that never happened because within a day they removed the name because, well, I, I'm assuming that Lewis got his Jewish lawyers because he, he knows a lot of Jews, that bloke. And he would have gone straight after them. Or maybe he just said something nice going, hey, listen, don't be a cocksucker. It's, that's my fucking name. But made me think about podcasting names. And obviously my podcasting name when I chose it, I did, the first thing I did was I Googled it. 
I Googled it. I checked on Spotify. I checked on iTunes to make sure that no one had the, my podcasting name. There are variations of it. There's Destiny Down Under. There's Down Under Podcast. There's not a podcast called Down Under Funder. It's also, I'm pretty sure there is a podcast called Funder Down Under, though. Which is why I, I was would have been what I originally went with. But I went with Down Under Funder. And it's an acronym, D-U-T. But the fact that these guys didn't do an ounce of research before they started a podcast is laughable. Before we go any further, I'm going to be clear. I'm not proclaiming to have a good podcast. My podcast is shit. If you're listening to this, why? <laughs> Thank you. I really appreciate it. It means a lot to me. But why? You could probably be doing so much more with your time. You know, but you have to you have to check with names because the last thing you want is to steal some of a cunt's podcasting name. It's awkward, and you then you're gonna have to change it, and you're gonna have to go through the, the process of changing your podcast name, changing your Twitter handle, changing any merchandise or anything like that you've set up. You don't want to do that. It sucks. Just do a quick search, especially a podcast like the Real Life Podcast. You would have found it. You would have seen it straight away. So, yeah. Anyway, so like I said, Lewis rips this fake ass. We're going to call it the fake ass podcast. A new one. And somehow in him doing that made me feel self-conscious. Because they listened to a bit of it. And they ripped the audio quality and they ripped the sound of their voices. And I sat there and went, fuck, my podcast ain't that much better. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And if that's how I feel. I can't imagine how the skank skanks feel. <laughs> no, with all seriousness, I love the skank skanks. It's, it's one of my favorite podcasts. It's the only visual, it's the only video podcast I listen to on mute with my pants around my ankles. <laughs> no, much love for those girls. They're great. Um, so yeah, he, he ripped them a new one. And it made me feel super self-conscious because I'm like, fuck. You know, they do their podcast in the kitchen. I do mine in my lounge room, which is essentially my kitchen. I can walk 10 steps and be in my kitchen. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, I'm just happy I didn't name my podcast the real ass podcast because right now I'd be getting some fucking death threats and shit. But at the same time, they probably had like 100 plus listens of people just listening for the first two seconds just to check it out. And the motherfuckers have gone from having like 74 fucking followers on Twitter to over a thousand. Fuck, Bobby Hutch, the producer of Gas Digital, follows them. And I, I've been struggling for three months to try and get over a hundred fucking people. Like, maybe that's the way. Maybe I have to be fucking controversial. Maybe I have to say some fucking, some edgy shit. Maybe I've got to name my fucking podcast the, the Legion of Skanks, where I talk about I talk to fucking prostitutes about their fucking diseases and the amount of times they've been cut by someone with a fucking blood fetish. It's not fair. Life ain't fair. What can I do? Not much. So, yeah. Um, We will definitely not be reviewing the fake-ass podcast on this show. And we will have no affiliation with these people because they're stupid. They did no research before they started the podcast. And I'm a little bit jealous. And lastly, another typical, would you rather, would you rather have no legs or no dick? 
And I'm going to be honest, I can live my life without a dick. Now, the the question they didn't ask on the podcast was, do I lose my pul- do I lose my, my balls too? Do I not have testosterone pumping through my body? You know, like, is it just the dick or is it the balls too? Because if it's just a dick, I can live with that. I can get a prosthetic, you know, I can get some plastic surgery. They'll probably build me a dick. Probably wouldn't have any feeling, but at least I'd have a dick. But if they take the balls too, then that's going to fuck with my hormones. And I'm probably, you know, it's probably going to fuck me up. But still, I can live with no dick. I can't live with no legs. I can't be fucking wheeling around and shit. And if I have no legs, I'm not, like I said, I'm not an attractive person. No one's going to fuck me. So yeah, Lewis was shocked that everyone said no dick because he said he'd rather have no legs. But I I need my dick. Uh, No, I need my legs. I don't need my dick that much. I need my legs. And then the question was, would you have no arms or no legs? And I need my arms. Like imagine not being able to use a phone. You can't whack off if you had your dick still. You know, you wouldn't be able to hold your children. You wouldn't be able to do so many things. I can live without my leg. I can live without my legs, but I can't live without my arms. Now, if they wanted to take one or the other, like you wanted to take my right leg and my left arm or my left leg and my right arm, we could negotiate that. If if Big J's allowed to negotiate getting fucked by a man in private, then I'm allowed to negotiate the fucking which leg and which arm you take. And on that note, Oh, it has been a chaotic episode of cunts knocking on my door and me saying controversial shit. That concludes the episode for this week. Um, just for warning, I don't think there'll be an episode next week. I'm going away for a couple of days to see my lovely partner. And I'm not entirely sure if I'm going to have time to record. So the week after might be a big episode. Might be a, a double whammy. I might end up sitting here for two hours. So yeah, as always, be sure to follow me on Twitter at DownUnderCast7. And also, as I said last week, add me as a friend on PSN. Come and play some games with me, which is, and the handle is DUFundercast. Come and play some games, come and say hello. Come, tell, come and tell me that my podcast is shit. And obviously, if you're listening to this, make sure you've subscribed, leave a positive and or negative review. Um, be sure to tell a friend, a family member, and tell someone, tell Marilyn Manson about this podcast. There you go. Go and hit the big one up. Go and tell Marilyn Manson to listen to this podcast. Tell him I stuck up for it. And on that note, I must bid you and adieu. So, good night. Sorry. I must bid you and adieu. Goodbye. Mwah. And good night. Bang. Bye-bye.